We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Cause I don't wanna be the one you fall back on when all else goes wrong. I'm a pig when you call on the phone till the night's gone. Just don't call it love, don't call it love. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Dressed. Hello. Hello. Is it kid dressed or is it just dressed now? Like what's the go? It's just dressed. I mean, this the stage name is dressed, but like my um instagram and twitter handles and all that is kid underscore dress so so when when did you first start making your own music probably when i was like uh 15 i think just like mucking around on like garage band and stuff like that the i've still got the music but it will never see the light of day it's terrible just a few um like soundcloud joint soundcloud joints and stuff like that and then yeah it just slowly developed into into what it is now and so have you always had an interest in sort of like the indie rap genre? Yeah, or since I was a teenager, I suppose, um, when I was like maybe 14, 15, one of my mates sent me um, All Day's album, Startup Cult, and I just thought that that was so sick. That I mean, I was into rap music and that, but not really Australian rap, and I just thought it was so sick that someone who sort of like looks like me and lives like a few hours away and is rapping about experiences that like me and my friends are having is so sick, and that's what really... Um, made me want to dive deeper into the genre and, um, you know, found all these artists who do a similar sort of thing and um, found more of a niche and where I can apply it to my own music. And, um, and yeah, so, yeah, 15 onwards, I would say. You do. And so who, besides All Day, who would you say are your other sort of influences? Um, at the moment, I'm really into Dominic Fike. I've just been, like, blasting his um, What Could Possibly Go Wrong album on repeat. Um, I'm super into, like, Mac Miller, um what else have i been listening to lately um i've been listening to baby keem's album pretty often lately as well which is sort of like out of the genre of music i make but i think it's really sick cool did you get to see dom when he came to melbourne no i wasn't i'm not gonna lie i was sleeping on dominic fike until this year really because i I only really knew him from like three nights and i was just like oh yeah that's just like a pop joint you know radio kind of thing and um i didn't i didn't know he did he went deeper into like the musicality and like did all this super interesting stuff and then I um I listened to his album like super late like sometime this year and I was like holy shit this is really good yeah Um, and then I just got deeper into it and went through and actually listened to the the other older songs and and yeah just I just got crazy into it yeah because he used to I think he did like some work with Brockhampton or something and that yeah, actually that was where I saw his name first yeah because Kevin Abstract was like I'm not a, a I'm not a diehard Brockhampton fan or anything but um I remember everyone was like talking about this this kid that was doing stuff with Brockhampton yeah that's where he, I I got to see him when he came and he played at the corner hotel how fun. really yeah that's where I, he played at the corner and I was like this is not okay this when? is a joke when was this? Um, this was twenty nineteen. Bro, that's crazy. That's well, not even yeah, that long 2019. ago. Yeah, twenty nineteen. It was like October or November. How how many was it packed out? I think I'm pretty sure it was sold out. He played. I think he played two nights. Um, oh, okay. There. Yeah, um, that's still crazy. One though. night sold out, and I think the one I went to wasn't sold out. Or something. I don't know. It was before yeah. his album came out, though. I think, or maybe. Yeah, but I mean, that was still after like three nights and um that first yeah. project he did, which was which is done crazy numbers and and all that kind of thing. 
Yeah, it was strange. I I couldn't believe it was playing at the corner. I was like, this is not for you, bro. But it was like cool. Yeah, yeah, surely next time he comes, he won't be doing the corner, but. But yeah, I kind of would love it if he still did like a small yeah, I would, show. I would, I would definitely go visit the corner. Yeah. Um. So, what's your process like now? Does like do the words come first, or does the music come first? Like, what's what's the go? The music comes first now. I've just like this year got back into like I learned guitar when I was a little kid, and I've just got back into playing it and trying to work out how songwriting applies to that. So I usually come up with a guitar melody, and um, I make majority of my own beats and production so i'll make the beat first like fully separate and then yes yeah, so i make my beats and all that kind of thing in like ableton and then shift everything into pro tools and then just record like mumbling words and until to get like a melody and like replace like slowly replace it with words and i don't really write anything down anymore that's just how and yeah it eventually turns into something that sounds like a song and so i read that i can't remember who said it it's, this is embarrassing, but it was Dear Diary pop-focused hip-hop. Um, Ooh, do you agree? I know, yeah, I've heard that. I can't remember who said that either. Yeah, it was someone from Triple J. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. It does matter, oh, but it doesn't yeah. matter right now. I don't want um, to misname who it is, but yeah. <laughs> so I won't say. Declan, maybe. Could be wrong. Mate, oh, yeah. Could be, yeah, Declan or Tommy Faith, maybe. I think it is Declan now that you said it. Yeah. Yeah, those anyway. guys are so lovely. They're, they're angels, those people. Yeah, they really are. Their reviews are top-notch. Love them. Mm. Anyway, does do you agree with <laughs> the phrase and do you feel like it represents your music? When I, when I read it, I was like, mm, that's a really good way to put it because my stuff is super, like, I try and be super authentic and, uh, like, vulnerable with a lot of the stuff I put out. So I think like, that's where, like, the Dear Diary pop-focused hip-hop because it's still, it's very, I think it was a while ago that comment was made, but the music I make now is a lot more pop-oriented, but it's def- But I'm a bit of a hip-hop head, so that's where the influence comes and meets somewhere sort of in the middle. And so what would you say, this is kind of a very open-ended question, but is like the aim when you're making music or with you making your music and what you put out there, what would you say kind of like is the message or the aim that you want to get across, I guess? So when I'm making music, I just want to sort of um, get a feeling and and have that translate through the music. Yeah, I think that's just the, that's that's the goal, like be be authentic and and make songs about real feelings and then try as best as I can to communicate that through the art yeah for sure it was a very open-ended question so first things first till the sun dies has copped heaps of love absolute bop what what is this track about this track is about earlier on in this year so i was just like talking about being authentic before i'm just gonna get straight into it um earlier on this year i had a sort of like situation shit with this person and this song is sort of about the in-between stage where it was in between being like a friends with benefits situation like a relationship sort of thing and that's where the like is us until the sunrise and all like the like the fuck boy references in the lyrics and stuff come through then it's like maybe till the sun dies like hinting that that is where it's heading and that's sort of what the concept of it was about but yeah it's it's super fun and yeah it is very fun it took a took a fun like summary direction and i'm happy with it cool do you think that the person that you wrote it about would know oh uh, she knows i told her oh did you what <laughs> yeah, was the reaction I, well uh, i was like because we were planning it out how we're gonna because this song had a story and i was like oh, like it's got a story we should like market it like that and when we push stuff out like go with the story and then I was like this might seem a bit weird when she sees it and <laughs> so she's gonna she's gonna know what it's about so I messaged her and said hey just a heads up this is what we're doing this is the I'm talking about this situation and yeah she was cool with it <laughs> so oh, that's good happy, that's happy with that 
yeah, no, it was good. Um, and so you have a new song coming. It will be I out do. by the time this episode comes out. So that is good. So oh, I see. Good. I was going to ask when this comes out to make sure I can talk about it. <laughs> you can talk about it. So it'll, it will be out. It's called Don't Call It Love. Bit more of a mellow track. I had to listen to it. Bit more mellow. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. It was a good vibe. Um, cool. Do you tell us what we can expect from it, what it's about? Um, you can expect crying. Right. Um, no, it's you can expect um, a lot more of a personal track and it talks a little bit more of a storyline with the lyrics. It talks more about like the whole song is a bit of a, what's the word? like a juxtaposition, like the lyrics are sort of leaning to everything I'm talking about is it's that it's quite obviously love and, and this and that, and it, and it leads up, but the chorus is just keep saying like, don't call it love. So it's talking about like fear of commitment and that kind of thing. And yeah. And then it gets into the bridge. I'm hoping people have heard the song by now. Cause I'm just going to. Yeah. No, if you haven't, if you haven't pause it right here and go listen to it. Cause I'm better spoil what the, the resolution of the song is, but as it goes into the bridge, the bridge, it's like me admitting that yes, it is love, but I just don't want to call it that. And then it sort of puts the whole um the whole chorus in context. Cool. I didn't even think of it like that, but I like this. I like where it's headed. I like the thought out uh, process. Cool. Um, so do you have a favorite set of lyrics that you have written? Ooh, that's tough. That's very tough. I mean, I tend to like the more like the more silly ones. Like I like the stuff that it's just like fun. Like I remember I said on this, so in 2019, I said on this song, um, it's called Skidden. And I said, she calls me dressed, but when she's in my car, she does the opposite is the line and like stuff like that. And like, what else? What else? Just like fun lines like that. Um, trying to touch the youth, but no R. Kelly. Like that's on a song called Drought, if you haven't heard that one. Yeah, I, I lean towards, I lean towards those like off the top of my head, but yeah, at the same time, I like when lyrics are like uh, like situations like romanticized and yeah, and you get a real like nostalgic vibe. For sure, I can't think of any specifics there. No, you answered that question perfectly because like I don't know when I listen to like rap music in particular, like the little one-liners that are like real slick and just like witty, they just get me every time. I'm like, how the fuck did you come up with that? Like that's so good. Um, yeah, so it's fun. Yeah. Do you have any from someone else? that like not one of your songs but another artist's songs Ooh. that you like yeah i can't i don't know if i can think of any specifically i listen to a lot of lil wayne and like he, he's very like his whole lyric style is what we were just talking about like the fun the fun like ones that make you think kind of kind of thing but i don't know if i can think of any specifically yeah i know what you mean i feel like i can't remember what it is i heard it's in like some fucking some Lil Nas song, one of the newest Little Nas songs. But I think it's album yet. Jack Harlow. Really yeah, it is. Oh good. yeah, yeah. But Jack I know that one. Yeah. Real. I love Jack Harlow. I'm a big Jack Harlow fan. Like when he says the big line in the song, like um, send it back to her boyfriend with my handprint and her ass cheek, and then and then the and then the like production is just. It's so good. He literally just keeps getting better. I've just become a recent Jack Harlow fan as of... Yeah, I wasn't really on it when, like, What's Poppin' first came out. But, um, like, since then, I listened to his album and um, the remix was... the His part on the remix of that song is really good. And, um, yeah, he's, he's had a lot of features that have just been really sick. Yeah. I haven't listened to his album, but I've heard, like, heaps of his features. And, like, same, I wasn't into What's Poppin'. It just wasn't... <laughs> was not on yeah, that I don't know, those... for ages. Yeah, I still... I still... It's still not my favourite by him. No, but it's, but it's catchy and everyone knows it. 
I didn't even know that was like his song. Like I don't associate him with that song, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I know, yeah, I know what you mean. TikTok song, you know. Yeah, he's he's got a few TikTok songs. That um industry baby one with Lil Nas that we we're just talking about is definitely a TikTok song right now, too. Yeah, it is. I'm like hit and miss with the TikTok songs. Sometimes I'm I don't like, know. Oh, I didn't realize that was that song. You know what I mean? Sometimes they come out of nowhere as well. Like like right now, Jay-Z's song, um, The Story of OJ, where they yeah. do that. Yeah, you know the bit I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, like that. That song came out years ago, and that song is actually a really deep song, and it's got a really good message. And if you haven't listened to the whole thing, I recommend you listen to it. But um, it's really weird that that turned into a TikTok song. Yeah, I wonder how it happens. I really don't get it. Like, how does? It I wish. I wish I knew. How do I set up my songs for that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to like find a little. I don't even know. Little nook in the market. <laughs> yeah, anyway. for sure. What are your plans for, like, I guess you and your music kind of going on? Have you been making heaps during lockdown? Yeah, I make, um, sorry, um, recent, recently, um, or since like the last few weeks. So for context, because this is going to come out in a whilst time, we're like at the end of September right now. I make like, um, like one or two new demos a day. Um, so there's heaps of ideas coming out and, um, and I'm finishing off my EP at, at this point. Um, just mixing and doing the last few production sessions um, and a couple of writing sessions as well with other people working on it just to finish that off. And um, yeah, after that, it's just get the EP out before the end of the year. Um, I won't drop a date, but we have a date in mind. <laughs> and um, yeah, into next year, it's just going to be singles and um, trying to do it, trying to do it bigger with um, every song. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I'm hopefully getting some shows in there at some point. Fingers crossed. We have a, we do have a show planned, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. We've got we got the day the other day, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed that it all kind of starts unraveling. Um, yeah. So, have you like had the chance to play any shows this year at all? I did one in person show. So I did a little set at Laundry Bar at the start of the year just to um, it was just like to get back into it because the plan was like I just moved back to Melbourne the start of this year. Um, do a couple of little shows and then start doing bigger shows towards the end of the year. But then, um, you know, coronavirus decided to come back and um, we didn't do that. But um, yeah, I did a live one, uh, 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 online one the other day for um, Cybernetic, which was cool oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, I did see that. I see. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun little experience. Yeah. What's your What's your thoughts on the live stream? Is it a bit? Is it more or less stressful than doing an actual live stream? Um, you can't. It's sort of hard because. I don't know if you saw my bit, but I, super, I try and go like super energetic with my sets and um, like jump around and bounce and throw my voice and stuff like that. And it's a bit harder when there's not people in front of you to like bounce your energy off of. But um, um, yeah, so I definitely prefer it in person. But yeah, it's just another experience. Like it's still fun doing like live performances are always sick. So however we can do them is is cool. Do you have a dream person that you would want to collaborate with on a track? <laughs> that's a lot, that's a bit to think about. Um, I've got really, some big open-ended questions hitting you today. Yeah, I really want to have uh, do something with All Day in the next, hopefully in the next year or so. And if we're just, because we're just talking about dreams here, I'd really love to do, I'd really love to work with like the Kid Leroy and like Drake as well. I think it would be sick. Just, yeah. Drake, most Drake, a lot for just like the experience. I'd love to like see how he works and and what the process is. And I'm a huge like genuine fan of the Kid Leroy. So cool. Do you, have you heard the Drake album? I did. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was everything that it was everything that I expected from a Drake album. Like it had all the 
all the big songs. And if it wasn't Drake, I think if it was any other artist, I think that it would be praised a lot more. Be, but because we're just so used to Drake putting out like hit after hit after hit, um, it just sort of um, like dulled it a little bit. And there wasn't too much new or exciting on there, which I think was the letdown for a lot of people. But um, like all in all, I think it's still a good album. Yeah, agree. I didn't, I'm not like a massive Drake fan, but I did pick up. He is the king of sampling good songs. Like there are so many good samples on there. And I was like, where the fuck? Like, did you even? I would hate to know like certain songs that he samples that get, like I would hate to know how much money they have to put forward for them to clear certain samples to, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> silly we got like um what's his name masego i don't know if that's how you say it the guy that sings like that tadao song the tana you know you know no, the trumpet dude I don't anyway, he's so mean. sick um and mm. like he sampled one of his songs and i was like fuck he's gonna get huge. yeah I'll- I really, I'd love to know like what their process is. Like, do these producers just sit there flicking through songs, looking to sample, or do they just hear something and write it down? Or yeah, and like the Snow Allegra song that he sampled like ages ago was really cool. I don't know. I always, I always find songs from Drake songs, like <laughs> from his yeah. samples. Yeah. Anywho. That's it. That's it. Um, at the end of our episodes, I usually do like a little kind of quick fire questions. So whatever the Ooh, hell okay. comes to your mind, just say it. Yeah. Okay. Have a sip and get ready. Yeah. Um, so what emoji best describes don't call it love? Um, the one that's like um it's like looking out like ah. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, I think I know which one you're talking about. Um, <laughs> if you weren't cold dressed, what would you be called? Tristan. I'll just go by my name, I think. Yep. <laughs> Your favorite artist at the moment is Dominique Fike. Cool. Who was the last person you saw live? Oliver Munn, I think. Okay. And who was the first person you ever saw live? All day. Cool. And what have you been binging at the moment on Netflix, if you have, or anything? I'm like a huge Netflix, but we watch it. Like me and my housemates watch it when um, like when we eat dinner and stuff. We've been watching The Office. Cool. At, at this point. And lastly, what actor would play you in a movie? Ooh, damn. I really don't know. <laughs> I really got no idea. I'm trying to think of what actor would play you in a movie. And I've yeah, got no idea. I'm trying to think of who even looks a little bit like me, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why Russell Brand came to my mind, but there you go. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I will, we'll say that Russell Brand. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. Keen for everyone else to hear your track comes out on October. The 8th. 8th, okay. October 8th. So everybody, eyes and ears open for that track. Don't call it love. Go stream it. Let's get it to a million streams. Yeah, <laughs> done. Um, At the end of our episodes, we usually do a cheers. So Sick. big cheers with you, Carlton. Cheers, mate. But I don't want to be the one you fall back on When all else goes wrong I'm a pig on you call On the phone till the night's gone I just don't call